Hello podcasters, welcome to season 7 episode 4 of Chess Podcast Academy. And today's episode we have Mr. Craig and uh, you know it's been really awesome because I never thought this guy would come on to my show. I mean, uh, his uh, tool is something that a lot of podcasters out there are using and I've given link to that in the, in the description below so you can definitely go and check that out. And Mr. Craig, uh, welcome to the show and uh, I just want to know that audience today we're going to talk about Clipscribe uh, which he will explain more about it. uh but yeah let's hear from the master himself please enjoy go on <laughs> thank you jeffrey thank you so much uh for having me here it's my honor to be here i look forward to chatting with you and your listeners or viewers uh about creating video content turning their podcasts into videos too so yeah it's awesome thank you it's really great so uh mr kick tell a little bit about uh you know how you started your entrepreneurial journey i mean like there must be some spark made it happen somewhere right so yeah please tell about that yeah it's so i clipscribe is my third uh internet company um they've all been bootstrapped and they've all been related to video which is which is funny because i actually majored in video in college but i had no plans of actually doing anything with it. Um uh it, that's a whole another story as to why I did that, but it all kind of came back around, which is great cuz I've always loved video. I used to make Super 8 movies, you know, with my film Super 8 film camera when I was a kid with my Star Wars figures. So <laughs> I've always been into it. And uh and so yeah, my first my first company was was kind of like an educational video production company so we put out some basically educational materials for nonprofits on a subscription basis and that was back when you know we were doing everything on VHS mm-hmm. and then it turned into DVD so that that was a few years ago uh my second company was a a stock media community for video mm-hmm. um kind of like the iStock photo for video back when there wasn't an iStock you know a, a video version of iStock photo so mm-hmm. i launched that in 2006 and i and i ran that for about 10 years and and then clipscribe i launched clipscribe in june of 2019 wow. and it's a tool to help people who are creating any kind of video content but primarily video content for social media uh to ramp up the attention that they get from that content and then also amplify the content by easily making it possible to put it in different formats for different platforms mm-hmm. automatic subtitles add headlines add animated countdowns add waveforms you know to it something a lot of podcasters uh do who aren't necessarily using video And so yeah, launch launch Clipscribe wasn't really sure how that was going to go really. Mm-hmm. Um I actually was thinking of using it more of like a lead magnet mm-hmm. to a course I was working on because that's that's how much I wasn't really sure if the market was there yet. Yeah. And it just kind of took off pretty quick. I started running some Facebook ads and people were hopping on board pretty fast so I thought okay, yeah. the market is is already there so let's do this that's that's really a great story so these are people that actually came on board with this clipscribe so uh, what all these people actually this target market so you targeted based on entrepreneurs or like who exactly is your target market that you focused on so it's uh, while there are some podcasters that use it 
Clipscribe was not originally built necessarily for podcasters. Mm -hmm. It was really built for people um, that primarily were creating shorter content, three to five minute videos. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and part of how the podcasting thing has come into that is that a lot of podcasters are cutting their video content up into yep. little shorter segments. So, so it's actually become a perfect tool uh, for that solution right there. But it's, so it's really, I mean, I, I, I like to say it's for anybody creating the, any kind of video content yeah. on social media where they're trying to stop somebody in the feed. But I would say the people that I see using it the most, I see a lot of uh, personal trainers mm. using it. That actually seems to be one of the biggest groups. Uh, coaches, consultants, realtors, uh, those are some other, you know, larger groups, but it's pretty even. It, it can be really all over the place. Yeah, that's, that's good to know because, you know, uh, mostly when people actually think of this content where there's a headline, so there's a, you know, a below subtitles. And if there are two persons on the screen, then obviously they think that, you know, podcasting is something that, uh, it's what's going on. But I think, yeah. uh, yeah, even personal coaches and everything, they're doing interviews, not so-called podcast as well. That's, that's, that's something to look forward. So, you know, I just wanted to know a little bit more about like, uh, Cliff Scribe. So like, for example, can you like take to a small process? Like, for example, you got a huge video, okay, a huge video. Yeah. And people, obviously, if they are creating YouTube video, they would have structured it like in this one minute, I would be speaking this and this minute. So how would you break down? And uh, as a video, uh, you know, graphic, you clearly know how to probably structure everything. So how do yeah. people can effectively use Clipscribe to do a content plan, or let's say for a week or, you know, for a month for social medias? Can you just, just walk through a small process of this? It would be great. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there's a couple of ways to do it. One way would be to just pre-cut up some clips. If, you're, if your video is especially long, you could just pre-cut up some clips, but you don't have to do that. So that's yeah. one way that you could possibly do that. The other way is just to upload the entire video. And in Clipscribe, we have a video editor and people ask me a lot of times, can I edit my video? And I say, well, Clipscribe's not a traditional video editor. So if you're trying to create a film and you want to put in a whole bunch of video clips yeah. and edit them all, it's just not for that. It's made almost perfectly for this type of video where one or two people are just talking to the camera. And so our, our editor is based on the subtitles themselves. So mm. it does make it rather difficult if your video doesn't have any speech in it. Uh, it makes it a lot difficult to edit the video because you literally, uh, we create your subtitles, we put them into, into subtitle blocks. And actually I've got one here that I can, uh, I think I can bring up and yeah. I'll show you how it works. So here are the subtitle blocks over here on the right. And so if I want to take out any of these, I literally just click this icon right here mm. and that's literally that's edited out of the video. So it's not, mm. it's not just, you're not just taking the subtitles out. You're literally editing out that section. So it's super convenient. Like a lot of times on my videos, I press record and then I'm kind of looking around or I'm not ready quite yet. 
And so yeah. there'll be like a minute of just blank space at the mm -hmm. beginning. And so all the blank spaces are shown here as well. So it also makes it really easy to remove those. You can actually remove them in mass. You can take all the blank spots mm -hmm. out of your entire video with, with one click of a button. But if you have a really long video, you can also select, you know, huge chunks of your video like that. And then you can enable or disable those big chunks there. So if somebody was wanting to, you know, for example, take a long podcast and turn it into different, you know, mini yeah. videos, for example, they could do that here by just basically turning off everything, turn off all these blocks, which is something you can do here in these options. You can disable them all and just mm -hmm. click on the ones you want. So you want to have a 10 second, just click on that section you want, and then you can export it and then you can copy it to another layout. So we have a bunch of different layouts here. Yeah. So let's say you wanted to make an IGTV version, you click that and you can actually clone your subtitles there so that you have a special set just for that new IGTV video. And, uh, and when you clone it, your whole design is gonna clone with it. It's mm -hmm. all gonna be formatted perfectly for IGTV. And so there you go. Then you can just edit out that one, export that one. So that's, that's basically how that system works. You can do it that way. Or like I said, if you wanted to, you could pre-cut them up into little, little clips too. Either, either one of those will work. Cool. So, you know, I just want to uh, pinpoint on one small thing. I think many people will be really interested to know is that the removing the pauses. So like you mentioned, if there's a big pause, then in the captions, there will be a big pause and we can just click yeah. and remove it. That's it. It will be the whole section of the clip will be removed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When you export the video, that mm -hmm. will be gone. It won't be in there. So, so if you have all these little, you know, spaces in here, and you choose the, uh, I think it's disable all empty blocks, mm -hmm. then it'll just be jump cuts. You won't have yeah. any pauses at all. You'll just jump cut to jump cut. I don't actually generally use that because mm -hmm. uh, you, you are taking them out without even really looking at it. Yeah. But I definitely go through my own videos mm -hmm. and remove a lot of those blank spots just because they're, they're too long or they're just unnecessary. And a lot of times you can't even tell that they're removed basically. So mm -hmm. I think, I think that's good. I think the transition also makes an important part. I think you also make sure the transition is uh, in a jump cut way. So yeah, I think, I think that's pretty yeah. great. So yeah, uh, before jumping out to the next sections, which is more into like, you know, uh, talking sort of things, I think uh, today I went to your website. I think there was some upgrade, uh, update that was happening, right? You, it was yeah. mentioned. Yeah. So can you like, what's interesting going on? Can you like give the update? Like what's the things that are happening right now? New updates? Yeah. Well, well that update was purely maintenance actually. So uh, it wasn't really anything exciting. Uh, we did roll out we, constantly updating Clipscribe. Mm -hmm. So, and, and a lot of that is completely dependent on what our users want. Uh, a lot of it's dependent on what I want too, because, you know, I, I use it for myself. So as yeah. I'm, creating my own video content. Uh, I'm like, I wish it would do this. And so that gets added in too, which I think is really helpful mm -hmm. for our users too, because I'm just building it for me. You know, yeah. the classic kind of entrepreneurial story, solve your own problem. Uh, one of the things we just recently added is the ability to add the waveform 
you know, animations mm. that you see, like I said, a lot of podcasters, you, we didn't add that initially because again, it wasn't really our target market, but yeah. our users asked for it. And so, uh, so we added it in there. Um, the, a, a lot of the editing features, in fact, some of the ones I just showed you, the ability to mass edit a whole bunch of blocks, something that was just added in uh, very recently, trying to think of something else. We have a couple of new features coming that I'm I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. One of those, I, I think we're going to call it callbacks. So a lot of times when you see a video um, on YouTube, yeah. on a podcast, they'll cut out a section to play at the very beginning of the video. Yeah, something yeah. very interesting or eye kind catching. Of like hook, so yeah, exactly like a hook. So you'll be able to go in and just like I showed you how you can turn these blocks on and off, you'll be able to select the blocks you want to use for that Mm -hmm. callback and it'll automatically happen. And so you just say what you want. That'll show at the very beginning of your video. And then the other thing is, is intros and outros, which is going to go right along with that. A lot of people have intros and outros. Yeah. So want to make it easy for them to be able to just automatically Hey, here's my intro. I want it to play at this point in my video. Here's my outro. Want it at the end, however you want it. So those are two two features I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and one more I could share that's recent is yeah. uh, the ability to, to capture frame grabs and turn uh, those into yeah. thumbnails, as mm-hmm. well as to remove the background from your frame grabs. Um, so that's another pretty cool feature that I think even our, a lot of our users don't realize is, is there yet because it's relatively new. So, yeah, I think that can make pretty fast because to create a like thumbnails, you, I mean, like, like, like even Instagram is getting thumbnails. LinkedIn is like having a separate button to add a thumbnail. So I yeah. think a lot of people can actually uh, use that, you know, just, just a couple of points. I just want to follow up on the things that you mentioned. So one is uh, in one of the videos that you created on LinkedIn, there is this, uh, is there a need for countdown? So it was mentioned that. So like countdown in a sense, you know, uh, how much, uh, you know, the video is running and everything. I think the first person that I at least ever noticed who actually hyped it a lot was Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Like, you know, that guy had the little progress bar going and I literally made hundreds of dollars on Fiverr mentioning that, you know, I can add progress bar for you. So people literally, uh, you know, ask for that. So uh, I just want to know now he is not adding that much anything into his videos as I've seen. I don't know why. So. Do you think st- still in trend, like people need to add those things now, 30 seconds videos are coming along and everything. Do you think it's still required, especially for videos like what we produce using Clipscribe or this kind of format? Uh, do you think it's absolutely necessary? I, I don't know that I, w- I, I definitely wouldn't say it's absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a, it is up to the individual. Do I think that it could potentially add an extra bit of eye candy to the video? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. And could it let people know how long they're on the hook for? I mean, I think that was the reason why Gary did it in the first place. I could totally see why Gary would abandon it too, just because he's Gary and you know, yeah. he, he does he really need a countdown anymore? I don't really know if he does, but for somebody who, uh, you know, who's trying to get people to stop in social media, maybe that little extra bit of flair, would help them. So yeah, it's totally up to the person. I usually, I still put them on mine um, solely just because I like the aesthetic 
and uh, and it fits in with my branding. So yeah, I use it. But if somebody didn't want to, I don't think it's critical that they have you know a countdown mm-hmm. on there. Got it. Got it. So second thing is like you know right now there's like a lot of short videos has been trending around, and to be honest, this is kind of making me really frustrating because see the lot of people who are podcasters and everything they're getting trends and everything and it requires a lot more of thoughts and in a funny way i mean people are copying it from one person or another that's one but a lot of thought has to go into place regarding you know how we should do the actions and like instagram reel itself is acting as a separate video editor itself so mm-hmm. i'm just thinking like do you think in future uh this types of videos like where we put on captions and everything where a lot of details are being put instead of that uh do you think that might fade away at some point you know a lot of things has its own time of course so i'm yeah. just curious i'm just curious to know whether yeah. we should invest more on that part of a section or this because i'll just give you one small example so i'm just putting a lot of content on youtube shorts right now and uh, it's booming it's literally booming on youtube shorts with the uh, yeah. these sort of content that i'm putting on so i'm just thinking like should i go with that or this sort of like trends and everything like what's your thought on that yeah i mean i don't i i personally don't see it going away anytime soon solely just because of the percentage of people that are watching videos without any sound on mm-hmm. and i don't know if you're talking about the the text or the subtitles or the length of it um i think both of those definitely have a place you know 80 i think 80 85% of videos or social media videos are watched without any sound yeah so i do think for now at least and probably for the next several years text is still going to be critical is going to need to be a part of your video in some way until until there's some drastic you know paradigm shift mm-hmm. as far as the short videos um Yeah, I mean sometimes people will use Clipscribe to add add subtitles to their YouTube videos, like their mm. long form videos. Yeah. And I always say to them, look, Clipscribe is a tool to get attention. It's a tool to grab people and yank them in to you when they're scrolling through the feed and they just wipe and pass videos at light speed. and i would argue that if somebody is watching your 30 or 40 minute video on youtube mm-hmm. you you already won like you've got their attention if they're watching a video of that length uh, you know i i would say at that point and i kind of differentiate captions and subtitles mm-hmm. like captions are just for watching a movie when you don't want to listen to it or you know or you're hearing impaired and you need the captions uh subtitles for me are more of like an advertising attention getting mm. tool that's how i define it i'm not saying that's the official yeah. definition so yeah i would say if somebody's watching that long of a video you you've done it i would say the shorter content is to get people pull them in and send them over to that long form content mm-hmm. you know get them on your side get them on your team get them interested in you get a like out of them get a comment out of them deliver a lead magnet to them possibly but ultimately use those as video funnels to get people into that longer form content that's going to you know that's where the the real attention is going to happen so that's what i would that's my opinion on that 
yeah it's interesting because i you know for a long time i thought like captions subtitles are more of a same thing like you know because you know i kind of work with a couple of clients with video editing and stuff and one person will be saying like put on the captions and one person will be saying like put on the subtitles so i'm like what what's the actual definition for i think yours also stands uh, pretty good on that so yeah i think i think i definitely <laughs> you take that into consideration so uh, coming out is the important part of this uh, entire episode is that uh, you know the video elements because in clipscribe you can as you can say there are a lot of elements that needs to be added a lot of resizing and stuff is there uh, which is really great to be honest i mean uh, people go through a hectic process and i know how to it's hard to resize each and every single thing yeah. so can you like list down some of the important video elements that for example if this podcast is going to be released and i am putting out the short video uh, can you like explain what would be the important video elements that needs to be added to grab the attention and get some likes and subscribes maybe yeah i mean i would say so it's a few things that i would say on that and one of them is not necessarily a, a video element i would say that if if you if you're going to be and you if you have time to create content from multiple platforms to literally create it then i would say do that you know if you want to create tiktoks if you want to create snapchat shoot vertical videos that are entertaining uh and you know you probably don't really need to worry about clipscribe as much uh depending on what other types of content you're creating but if you are that person that you know I don't have all the time in the world to make a different video for every single platform even though that might be ideal. Then I would say shoot horizontal video over mm-hmm. vertical video. That would that would be the first thing that I would say. Mm-hmm. At some point somebody put out, you know, a message saying vertical 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 and uh and that's great for those platforms that are vertical friendly. Yeah. but most of them are not and most of them if you shoot horizontal then you can create a vertical video out of it yeah. it doesn't work the other way you know you can have to custom crop it to get a vertical down so that's the first thing i would say mm-hmm. and then really once you do that then you can create you can create square videos you can create portrait you can create create vertical uh and of course you can create horizontal so you can go to every single platform if you want to uh YouTube, IGTV, Instagram, um Facebook, LinkedIn, and if you even wanted to go over to like a TikTok or Snapchat, you could do that as well. And that part, I mean the formula is pretty simple from a clipscribe perspective. It is your subtitles, it's your headline, and then your branding, really. Yeah. Uh, do you need to add a bunch of emojis and a bunch of timed stuff? you can if you want to i personally don't think it's necessary i don't really add that much of that type mm-hmm. of stuff i don't put a whole ton of flair into mm-hmm. my videos cuz i don't think it's critical i think it's more important that you're creating consistent content mm-hmm. and if you have a headline so that and and subtitles so that people can see it as they're scrolling by and it can grab their attention and then you have the subtitles to keep their attention all the other stuff is a bonus. Yeah. But if it means that you're going to spend, you know, 10 hours working on one video to get it perfect versus 3 hours making three different videos that are 
good and and maybe don't have all the flair, I would do the three different videos. Mm. I mean, if you're gonna have 10 hours, you can probably make 10 videos, quite frankly. Yeah. So um I would go that route. I mean, the 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 old thing of hey, I want to hire a video production or a film production company to make me this stellar video or film. I mean, I'm not saying there's not a place for that if you're yeah. creating an ad, you know, like the squatty potty ads or whatever. I mean, yeah, those are, if you got the money and it's, and you can roll the dice that that's going to be viral. Sure. But for everybody else, it's about consistency and that's it really. And consistency doesn't happen with one video. It happens with many, many, many videos. And so be consistent. If you can do the extras, great. If not, I wouldn't worry about it. So, uh, you know, just, just to add up on that, do you think that uh, when you said, uh, you know, the flares and everything. So uh, I think, you know, it's, uh, this is guy called Grant uh, Telek. I, I'm not sure whether, whether you know him or not. So he's on LinkedIn mm-hmm. as well. So I recently did an episode with him and his videos has kind of like evolved from normal, uh, you know, kind of clips with two people in it uh, from having putting on stock videos or, you know, putting on some infographics or animation. So, the, yeah. you know, the, that, that, is that what you mean by flares and everything? Uh, potentially. Yeah. I mean, anything uh-huh. that's beyond, like, so like I said, those few things, your branding, your headline, your subtitles, it could be, timed text or timed emojis it could be animated gifs it could be you know animated third sliding in at different points mm-hmm. it could be other footage overlaid I mean, it really could be anything that's beyond just the video and i'm not i'm not in any way poo-pooing any of that and there mm-hmm. are people that have whole teams that do it you know they create amazing mm-hmm. video content but they have whole teams to do that. You know, they have a motion graphics designer and they have a a professional editor and, and they do a lot of crazy stuff and it looks cool, but most people don't have the money, you know, or the time for that. Yeah. So it's just really up to the individual. What, what do they have time for? What can they afford? How big is their team? Mm -hmm. And if they don't have that, I, I, I don't think that's, critical at all i mean you look at the evolution of youtube when youtube first started it was people in their webcam and that was it and they got millions of views and they still get millions of views it's just them and their webcam it's not all kinds of crazy animation and all this stuff some people it's just literally i mean that they've upgraded their cameras and they have nicer camera with better depth of field and maybe an intro Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it so the the bells and whistles, they they can be nice. They can also be distracting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, you don't don't feel like you need to go super animated and all this stuff. Um, I, I don't think you need to do that to build an audience. To you know, it's all about you to build yeah. an audience. It's all about getting people to know you, like you, and trust you, and no amount of emojis are going to do that that's up to you to connect with your audience you know yeah yeah that's a great point it's like you know too much of too much cooks can spoil the food or something that's a pro for that so yeah i I think it's kind of like that awesome awesome that's interesting so uh mr greg uh just a small uh you know i always ask this question out of the box you know uh for the 
thing so is is, is it morning there i suppose it's 11 am or it is yeah it's well it's 12 1230 pm here in right near dallas texas awesome so uh, okay so this question is uh, who was actually the last person that you made smile yesterday man you <laughs> <laughs> you had some yesterday was a rough day actually oh my god uh, oh my gosh you picked the worst day to ask it about we actually had to had to to our dog had to be put to sleep yesterday so that's what i mean why yesterday was a a rough day in our family dog that we've had about 15 years but she was old and she was tired and she was sick and it was uh it was her time but there was not a ton of smiling yesterday but i'll say i talked to <laughs> i'm really sorry i never i it never actually backfired in my entire 3 years of my life and so i would never time. bring that up normally i would <laughs> never bring that story up normally cuz it's not a it's not good but no it was all good i talked with a friend of mine last night who i'm going to see uh he's in charlotte north carolina Mm-hmm. and uh and I'm going to go see him next week I haven't seen him in like 20 years so I am quite sure that he and I had a number of laughs last night on our phone call I can't I can't remember and I don't know if I'm authorized to to repeat them but uh but yeah that that he was probably the last one that I made uh laugh and smile last night so <laughs> I mean this is you know to be honest I, i every time i ask this question i'm like i will be like a happiest person so you know i can ask this question and but i'm really really sorry i never actually no don't be sorry i shouldn't have, honestly i shouldn't have even mentioned that but it's just nerves i think yeah. i think i'm nervous and i thought oh gosh well what's the main thing i think of that happened yet was well, kind of in my face like yeah, what yeah. happened so uh, no it's nothing on you it's nothing on you at all so <laughs> Cool. Okay, so jumping on to the next one. So just a couple of things uh, before closing is that uh, so you know a lot of podcasters or you know a lot of people who are trying to target people you know podcasters for when they're creating a product. So like Clipscribe mm-hmm. or any products that they create for podcasters, if in case specifically, like can you like say in brief how do you do a little bit of marketing for that product because i can see a lot of podcasters trying to go into product development as well so for example uh, there's this guys called get welder so they created this okay. uh, uh, kind of like uh, recording kind of like zoom as well so i just wanted to know like just in brief like how do you do the marketing to make sure you get yeah. more customers as well well i i'll be the first to say that um that i am not the greatest organic marketer in the world. My mm-hmm. my background is in paid advertising. So I'm always going to go with paid ads first mm-hmm. and Clip, Clipscribe has, you know, been built on making my own Clipscribe video and using it for my ad on Facebook and uh and it's and it's worked great and Clipscribe is great for paid ads. Um mm-hmm. So for me it's generally that's where I'm going to start with mm-hmm. um uh, of course if you're building an audience organically and and you're more skilled than I am at that and I wish I was I wish I was more skilled cuz it that takes such a special a number of different skill sets um then yeah I mean 
I would run with that all day long, but I would also say, don't forget that paid ads are always an option. And the, the brilliant thing with paid ads is there is no, I mean, you can turn it on today yeah. and reach millions of people if you can afford to do it. Now, the key there is, you know, do you have a product that people want to buy enough mm. that you can afford, you know, to pay for the ads? And really there's two sides to that. One is, do you have a product that people are already looking for? Mm. And if you do, then go to Google and do Google ads because people are already searching for it. Yeah. Um, if you have a product that people have no clue about, but they need, then mm -hmm. go to Facebook and put it in front of the type of people you're looking for. And if it's a good fit, you'll make sales on Facebook. But yeah, there's so many factors involved in that, but th mm -hmm. that's, always, that's always the first place that I would go and I'd advise somebody to go. Yeah. And then once you use that, I mean, my rule is always find something that works, use it till it doesn't work and then find something else that works. And that sounds really simple, but, uh -huh. um, but that's generally what I have done. And then if you have time and if you get to a point where you have some extra money and some extra time, then start fiddling with other things that may or may not work, you know? uh while you're doing the thing that works so yeah that's what i would say yeah i think that's a great point because you know a lot of people that i've actually talked with uh you know a lot of youtubers even they actually say that do the outreach cold outreach and everything is there but i think like you mentioned in the paid ads like so paid ads basically go for people uh you know who who wants the product so, you know, if we are trying for cold audience, we are not that much of an expert like the <laughs> Facebook or Google who can find people like that. So, yeah, I think uh, I think yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Awesome. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, cold, cold. I'm not a big cold person, Yeah. but I'm not. I, if you have a high ticket product, mm -hmm. then I would say cold reach out could be great, yeah. you know. Uh, I've never been one to sell big high ticket products and I've never been a real salesy person either. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, depending on what it is, if it's something you can sell for a lot of money, then cold outreach, you know, might be a great way of doing it, but it's, yeah, it takes a thick skin and it takes a lot of other things to, to do that, which I don't have personally, but yeah, that's true. That's true. Awesome. So, you know, just, just another important thing. So I can see a lot of cool gadgets that, you know, hanging around you, you know, you are, I think your smartwatch is it's like picking every single time. A lot of things that you are doing is sometimes freaking me out. It's like when you share the screen, I mean, like I'm the host. How can he share the screen when I, when I haven't made him the host on zoom, I was like, <laughs> I was, I was freaking out a little bit on that. So yeah. Can you just like explain what are the things that you're having just for the curiosity of the audience, you know, people who are seeing that's a video podcast. I would love to. Nobody ever asked me to do that. So I appreciate, I appreciate you uh, saying that. So no, you did not share your screen and I did not hack in <laughs> and take over your screen. Um, so I use OBS mm -hmm. and I use that really not as much for streaming. Sometimes I do, but I use it uh, for recording my video content. Uh, I have a, I have an SLR camera that is, is literally attached to my wall with a light stand that normally would is for lights, but I use it for my camera and I have a couple of lights 
up here that are also attached to my wall because I used to have light stands all over the place yeah. and they drove me nuts because I always felt like my room was just a disaster. Mm -hmm. So I found these light stands you can mount to the wall. I obviously can't show them to you because my camera's way yeah. over there. Um, and then the, the trick with switching my screen is it's an OBS trick, but I have pedals. So I have three <laughs> pedals on, on the ground here that I can click to switch my screen. And then in OBS, I just have it set up. Yeah. I have a laptop. So I have a separate laptop that is on a video feed coming in. So that's, you know, that's what that mm -hmm. is. So I can control that here, um, which makes it really easy. And so, yeah, it's just a matter of clicking a pedal, basically, sometimes it doesn't register. There it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's basically it. Oh, that's cool. That's, <laughs> that's really cool. Like, you know, when you're fiddling with things, I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? You're like, what's <laughs> happening? Yeah. <laughs> He's taking over. <laughs> I was actually going to make you the host. I mean, like then the screenshot automatically. I mean, like what, 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 what is happening? So, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's really That's great. awesome. I appreciate it. Nobody's ever asked me that, and I've done it before. And maybe they, I don't know. Nobody's ever mentioned it. So yeah, I appreciate the shout out there. But maybe they're too afraid that you know you went hacking straight away. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to clear. That. It might be. They're like, I don't even want to know what just happened. Okay. I'm just going to pretend nothing happened. Maybe that's it. Uh, cool. Great. So, yeah, uh, first, uh, and again, thank you so much, Mr. Craig, for, you know, coming onto the show. It really means a lot. We talked really in awesome things. And, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to know, like, uh, can you, like, let the audience know where the places where they can find you and they can ask about your products and uh, where uh, yeah. Clipscribe can be they know about. So, yeah, please shoot away. Yeah, for sure. So, Clipscribe.com. Obviously, that's where you can, you know, sign up for Clipscribe. Uh, you can also ask me questions there. Uh, you feel free to email me. My email is craigl at clipscribe.com. Uh, I'm big into customer service. So if you email me, I'm not going to ignore you. And, uh, and we just take care of our, our customers. So that's something that's really important. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, I think Facebook is like Clipscribe now is the name because uh, somebody took Clipscribe for some strange reason many years ago and never did anything with it. Uh, but just search us, search us up. We're on all those platforms. So if you just do a search, you can you can find us. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to love to meet anybody that that wants to. We do have a free trial, so seven day free trial. They can give a go. They want to give it a shot. Um, yeah. And let me know how it goes. Awesome. That sounds great. So yeah. And guys, I'll link everything in the description. So don't worry about it. You can definitely check it out and I'll share it to my socials as well. And uh, Mr. Greg, if there's anything else that you won't ask me, like table's turn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't turn the tables on me. Yeah. Who was the last person you made smile? That's what I want to know. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, I actually, I, I just went to, um, uh, yeah, I, I just went to meet a friend, uh, in the afternoon, actually, after that, I'm full on to my room. I'm not doing anything. So yeah, she's actually going tomorrow another place to tomorrow. I'm going to the, there in the morning, the station to send her off. So I might be crying then. <laughs> so yeah, now yeah. I, I just had a laugh, uh, before that. So yes. yeah, I was teasing her a lot and it was really happy for me. <laughs> so that's wow. why, that's how I'm, uh, how I made her laugh. So yeah you're gonna have your own yeah we're reversing it i went from sad to happy and you're gonna go from happy, <laughs> happy to sad, to sad yeah. so 
that's that's a pretty interesting thing so yeah yeah that's how it's been going on and no one ever asked me that question before to be honest in the round you know that uh, turns tables but yeah um that's really great and by the way again uh guys if anyone's listening to this there, there was some conversation in the middle that happened so yeah and by the way this is off the record so do you want to keep it or do you want to uh like turn it off turn that away that um uh in the middle part no it's fine yeah it doesn't matter to me it's perfectly fine okay that's good and it's good it's up to you i don't mind at all awesome know. awesome so uh Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And uh, Mr. Craig, thank you so much for coming out of the podcast. And guys, if you have any questions or anything, you can email him and I'll give him the link in the description below. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions for me, you can uh, approach me at jeffreybubudij at LinkedIn or uh, Jeff's Podcast Academy on Instagram. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, Mr. Craig. Have a great day. Thanks, Jeffrey. Appreciate it.